20 in a row, Wax 104.5 on a Thursday morning. It's pretty nice out there. Man, there's a few showers still way over in oh, Green Bay, Milwaukee, but uh, they're very light and they're moving out, and we should have mostly sunny day across the state today. As we're looking at temperatures in the upper 60s today, upper 60s tomorrow, low 70s on Saturday. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some of the news of the morning. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. President Trump says the U.S. is on track to start reopening. We're seeing tremendous pent-up demand, and uh, it's a beautiful thing to see. During a White House event, Trump called it very exciting and said the U.S. will be better than ever once the deadly crisis passes. He again defended the levels of coronavirus testing in the U.S. and criticized media coverage of testing availability. Trump also repeated the argument that the coronavirus outbreak should have been contained in China and should never have become a global pandemic. The number of coronavirus deaths in the U.S. is now more than 60,000. Most of those deaths, 18,000, were in New York City. The U.S. has more coronavirus cases than any other country in the world at more than 1,038,000. But so far, more than 120,000 COVID patients have recovered from the illness. America may just have to wait on sports. The nation's top infectious disease expert told the New York Times it will be very difficult for major sports to return to action this year. Dr. Anthony Fauci said the key to sports this year is if a test can be made that gives quick results and can be used widely. Fauci said that safety for the players and fans is paramount. Tyson Foods is offering big bonuses to its frontline workers during the coronavirus pandemic. On Wednesday, Tyson announced it's giving $120 million to up to 116,000 eligible workers. Tyson says the bonuses would come in two $500 payments, one in May, the other in July. Tyson also said that it's implementing new safety measures, including giving employees health screenings, enforcing social distancing, and requiring workers to wear masks. And a helicopter designed to fly over Mars now has a name. NASA's machine that's going to attempt the first powered flight on another planet is being called Ingenuity. The name was the brainchild of a 17-year-old student as part of a Name the Rover contest. Ingenuity and the NASA rover Perseverance are supposed to start a journey to Mars in July. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. And uh, he didn't talk about Tyson after the president signed that emergency order keeping processing plants open. And if they're not open, reopen them. Tyson announced yesterday they're closing another beef facility. This one in Nebraska, they said they're just going to close it for four days. But kind of ironic when the president says open them up or keep them open, Tyson's going to close one. Just for four days, but still, they're going to close one of their facilities. All right, we've got uh, more news to talk about. Uh, Farm news, regular news, weather, all kinds of stuff we're going to talk about. We'll get the Canadian perspective on agriculture and the coronavirus. Had a chance to talk to an old friend who's still working in agricultural journalism in Canada. And we'll hear what uh, he is seeing from Canadian farmers. So we'll do all that as the morning goes along. We're about four minutes after five. We'll tell you how nice the weather's going to be the next few days. Drive safely, Wisconsin. Highway workers are out on the road. They do it to better serve you. And just like you, they want to get home safely at the end of a hard day's work. When driving, all of us have a chance to set the right example. Be patient. Put down the phone. Never text and drive. Slow down and move over if possible to give workers a little extra room. Work zone safety. It's everyone's responsibility. Sponsored by the Wisconsin DOT. You check things all the time. 
like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram? But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores, the score used by 90% of top lenders for free, even if you're not a customer. Checking your score won't hurt your credit, and you can check each month for changes always for free. The Discover Credit Scorecard, free for everyone. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, the wheels are going to turn again today now. The rains has moved out of here a little bit, as we said, a little bit, maybe over around Green Bay, the Door Peninsula, and around Milwaukee, that part. But it's on its way out. So most of the Wisconsin area will see mostly sunny today. High should be in the upper 60s, down to about 40 overnight. Tomorrow, another little system is going to blow through here, it looks like. We're going to be in the upper 60s, but a slight chance of rain going through here in the afternoon and then back to sunshine on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. 72 on Saturday, upper 60s on Sunday, low 60s on Monday. Green Bay's 44 with, again, a little of that light rain. Milwaukee, 42. Madison Sun Prairie at 46. Wausau. 43, Marshfield 41, Rice Lake 41, La Crosse 46, 43 right now here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area as we're on our way to about so 66, 67 today, something like that, with some sunshine. Let's see if the markets were sunny yesterday as we take a look at those numbers. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. A good listen with audio makes for great company. Discover why millions of people are listening on Audible every month and find out how to get your first audiobook free at audible.com. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. About seven and a half minutes after five o'clock, Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our look at the markets this morning. And Scott, let's start with the cash livestock trade. Fed beef steers are at 86 to a dollar with mixed 70 to 91. Fed beef heifers, 84 to a dollar with mixed 60 to 83. Holstein steers are at 65 to 72 with select and choice, 44 to 64. Cows are at 32 to 42 and a half with top selling, 42 to 53. Bulls are at 52 to 80. On the hog side, market hogs are at 30 and down. Sows, 18 to 21 and boars, 7 and down. Short and unshorn market lambs are at a dollar seventeen to one forty four, and feeder lambs are at a dollar to two fifty five. All right, you got the Revolution Coffee brewing this morning. It's in my hand as we speak. What do you got, Revolution. Santana? Or what was that variety, Santana? <laughs> what did you Sumatra. have? Sumatra. What was Sumatra. it? Sumatra. 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 Well, I wasn't. Yeah, I got yeah. the. I got it started right anyway. <laughs> Santana, yeah. Well. Huh. Listen to some guitar music. There you go. All right. Well, you go have a couple of Sav uh, Sumatra, and we'll talk to you in a little while. All right. All right. Well, let's go social distance for a few minutes. Let's go to the Mercantile Exchange and our Rural Mutual Insurance Market Update. As we look at the market's been trying to hang on, and uh, they're they're 
trying, as I said. April live cattle closed 85.60. That was up 7. June cattle, 84.27. That was down 42. August was at 90.77, up 25. And October up 17 at 95.62. Feeder cattle for May, 118.55. That was up a nickel. August at 128.45, up 52. September, 129.67, up 32. October feeder cattle up 15 at 130.55. Lean hog carcass contracts under pressure. May closed at 56.27. That was up $1.22. But June was at 55.52, down 67. July hogs, 58.47, down 177. August at 61.10, down 262. And on the Board of Trade, uh, the uh, executive over from meat plants said uh, markets a little bit better. Wheat under pressure, though, a good European wheat crop. This morning, as we looked, the overnight trade on corn had July corn a fraction higher overnight, 315 a bushel. The uh, oats for May up to at 286, but with the wheat under pressure overnight down a nickel on the July contract at 511. July soybeans three to four cents higher at eight forty one, and the meal up ninety cents a ton at two eighty nine fifty. Barrel cheese eight cents higher yesterday, a dollar sixteen. The blocks unchanged a dollar nineteen. Butter up two and a quarter at a dollar eighteen. Looking at class three prices now, April's coming off the board at thirteen seventeen. May at eleven sixty four. That was up thirty six cents yesterday. June up fifty one at twelve sixty three. July up forty at thirteen eighty two. August up 19 at 14.67 as prices were higher all the way out through March. So that's where we go this morning with the markets. Brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. It's almost 11 minutes. After five, here at 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. Unlock the possibilities of your outdoor world with the most innovative zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, and walk-behind mowers at your locally-owned Cub Cadet dealer, Countryside Co-op. But don't just take it from us. Owners across the country have given the Enduro and Ultima Series mowers glowing reviews. So join this five-star experience supported by the genuine parts, accessories, and trained service technicians you'll only find at your local Cub Cadet dealer. Test drive American built strength today at Countryside Co-op, located at 514 East Main Street in Durand. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time for another Pioneer Seeds Agronomy Update. This is Scott Schultz. This morning with Pioneer Agronomist Ryan Bates, who covers western Wisconsin. Ryan, the wheels are turning out there in the fields. They aren't fully at it yet, but they're getting going. Some seeds are going in the ground. Yes, they are, Scott. Uh, guys, uh, this past weekend we're getting out, uh, getting things rolling, make sure things, bugs were out. and We had some nice temperatures um, in, in field conditions this weekend. Soil temperatures remain a little bit cool. We got some rain here early this week, but it looks like by the end of the week um, we'll be out rolling. I think the good thing is we got a lot of tillage done here before this rain. I really like to see on this spring chiseled and work ground an inch of rain on that spring till. I think that helped mellows out the soil and makes a better seed bed to plant into. So while it may have slowed up uh, some planting for guys that started to get rolling, I think it was actually a really good thing and, and um, leads to better plant conditions. You mentioned the low, a little bit low soil temperatures. That doesn't hurt necessarily as much with beans as some of the crops, huh? Uh, it's still important. Uh, we'd like to see it warmer. You know, we look at our, our temperatures right now. We're still, you know, in that early morning, probably uh, across the area in the 40s. Um, and it's really those nighttime lows 
you know, looking at the forecast, we got some lows down in the mid 30s. Um, you know, that's keeping it down, but we do have some temperatures during the day bringing it up as well. Uh, soybeans um, still uh, need that 50 degree soil temperature and warming ideally uh, to get in the ground. Um, but depending on population, you know, we can handle a little bit more um, stand loss, I guess, if you call that, um, and still lead to adequate stands. You know, if we if we can plant 140 or 150 and end up with 100,000, that's really gold. End up with a 100,000 uh, across that field, fairly uniform. We still have the opportunity for top end yield, and the advantage of early plant date with beans is being emphasized more and more across the industry. So. I'm a big believer in getting that those beans planted right with the corn. That's Pioneer Agronomist Ryan Bates with another Pioneer Update. I'm Scott Schultz. For this latest installment of the Pioneer Audio Tour, I've hopped on one of their shuttle buses. We're driving around the Johnston, Iowa campus, Pioneer's largest R&D center. I want to give you some sense of the scale of this place. There are research fields surrounding research buildings, one building after another. I've lost count. Right now, we're passing acres and acres of greenhouses. But what happens inside these buildings is even more enormous than what I can see from outside. Genotyping, predictive analytics, computer simulations, and more to bring you the next generation of pioneer hybrids and varieties. So we've been driving now for 20 minutes already, and there's still more to see. The Johnston Campus, one of the places that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's quarter after five here at Wax, and we've got 43 degrees, looking for sunshine today, upper 60s. And we've got some farm news to look at. Scott rejoins us from his little nest down there where he's social distancing. What's going on in the agriculture world, Scott? Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers said this week he might know by next week if farmers will get any state money to help overcome the financial disaster caused by the coronavirus. Wisconsin is slated to get about $2 billion from the latest aid bill passed by Congress. He told an audience of professional dairy producers of Wisconsin members that he's received a request from state farm organizations asking for $50 million in direct cash aid, and he's hopeful he can meet that request. The governor also told the web audience that he's optimistic the World Dairy Expo in Madison will happen in about five months, and he also said he'll make a final decision in a couple of weeks about whether he'll lift the interim tag on Rod Romanski, uh, who is acting state sec- egg secretary. Wait when a minute, President- before we go on, did I get this? Is it Rod or Randy? <laughs> we did it again, Bob. It is Randy. You know, when you said that, I don't know why it, it sticks in my mind that his name is Rod. So I, that's my yeah. fault because I uh, no. I wrote that, I typed that as Rod Romanski, and as you said it, I said, that's not right. Uh, no, okay. it's not. So Randy we Romanski. We, Randy stand, Romanski. we stand corrected, and that's my fault. So what else? What Randy. else? What else Randy is, is unique too, and we can't uh, yeah, forget him. So for yeah, sure. when, well, uh, one good thing about it, it won't be the only mistake I make today. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just that I got started early this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, what when else is going Fred, on? Yep. 
when President Trump was elected in 2016, farmers were happy because he said he'd get rid of lots of overreaching regulations. One of those was the waters of the USA rule. But now that the new rule was written and published in the Federal Register last week, they're not so sure this new one is much better than the old one. Farm groups led by cattlemen are filing lawsuits against the new rule, claiming it's unconstitutionally broad. That's because the new rule lets federal agencies control ponds, wetlands, and other properties that is far from navigable waterways. The suit claims Congress never intended such far-reaching rules to be covered by the Clean Water Act. And despite President Trump's orders to keep meat processing plants operating, it looks like some of those plants will be used to euthanize rather than process hogs. And pork industry officials say there are about 700,000 pigs across the country that can't be processed each week and must be humanely euthanized. The industry is asking for emergency rules to allow smaller processing plants to process more hogs and to provide compensation for pork producers who can't market their hogs. And that's... Uh... That's a tragedy when you have to get to that point. And also, of course, we yep. talked about the governor, or the president, rather, signing that executive order the other day telling plants to stay open, or if you are closed, reopen. And Tyson announced just yesterday they're closing at a beef facility in Nebraska, now just for four days, but they are closing that beef facility and, of course, offering uh, lots of incentives for folks to, to go to work. And that's the thing, keeping them open by order is one thing, but you got to find people that can work in those plants. That's a challenge. It is a challenge, and there were uh, stories yesterday uh, circulating about workers in some of those plants. You know, when you have 800 people come down with a virus and a few of them die, uh, the workers are a little hesitant to go work shoulder to shoulder. So there have to be things set up in the plant, distancing and everything, so that it's safe for them to work, too. Oh, absolutely. So uh, some of the news in agriculture this morning, but the challenges continue with this virus. The waters of the new waters of the USA rule is going to be uh, interesting, to say the least, to follow because regulations, you talk to farmers, well, he got rid of regulations. Yes, he did, but uh, is this still a little bit too restrictive as far as farmers are concerned. It'll be interesting to follow that because, again, going back to the courts. All right, we'll talk yep. to you in a little while. We'll get some local news from you. All right. There he goes. That's Scott down there. He's social distancing this morning. Almost 20 minutes after 5 o'clock. And, again, if you didn't hear earlier, the uh, folks in Altoona have announced they are canceling their Cinder City Days. Also, the Chippewa Valley Council of the Boy Scouts that runs the air show every two years, the air show has been canceled, so the Blue Angels will not be in Eau Claire this summer. So June events are being canceled. What am I going to do in June? I love the air show. I love the dairy breakfast. love all the things going on. And, man, oh, man, I don't know. I might start just showing up at people's farms in June just to have breakfast with them on a Saturday and Sunday morning. But uh, somehow we'll make it through. All right, we're going to talk to a Canadian uh, farm reporter next right here on WAX. CCF Bank is dedicated to making more possible in the local community. In the Chippewa Valley, we helped nearly 700 small businesses obtain funds through the Paycheck Protection Program. If your small business has been affected by COVID-19, we're here for you, whether you're an old friend or looking for a new beginning. Our banker's hours are whenever you need us. Visit us online today at ccf.us. Stay safe and be well. 
Member FDIC. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. What's going on with Canadian agriculture? It's time to find out. We're going to talk now to Les Kletke, who's up in the Winnipeg, Manitoba area. He's a book coach, helps people write books, also writes for the AgriPost Farm newspaper in Manitoba, and been a longtime ag journalist, rabble rouser. He claims a lot of different things in his resume, that's for sure. Les, it's been uh, quite a while since we've had a chance to visit. What's the attitude in agriculture in Canada with these trade deals, with the coronavirus? Uh, how are they getting by? They're, they're getting by. The attitude uh, at, at this time, I mean, and, and you know farmers, farmers are more concerned about the weather than anything else. We'd like to see some warmer temperatures. Uh, that's the immediate thing on, uh, uh, on the agenda. And... Uh, you know, we've we've agreed the, uh, the the trade deal has been ratified with uh, with the U.S. and Mexico, so we could move ahead uh, on that. Although that's been pushed to the back burner because all the government is concerned about at this time is the COVID-19 virus, and that's been holding their attention. Uh, but farmers are about about doing their business and going ahead. They're in the business of food production. They believe that people will keep eating, and so. Um, the attitude I would have to say is is full speed ahead. Uh, they're they're about doing their business. What's the Canadian government doing, or have they done, about helping farmers? We just passed a sixteen nineteen billion dollar deal. It'll help farmers. We've got the two trillion dollar overall stimulus package. What's been going on in Canada in that area? Well, the the one thing that has held the attention. Uh, of the news uh, news media in the last two weeks has been that the, uh, the Canadian government has uh, allocated money to to helping bring in uh, workers under the temporary farm workers program that that uh, uh, they will pay their um, their costs for the two week quarantine period so that farmers can bring in uh, these temporary workers and you might not think that that's that big a factor. But in, in Manitoba alone, uh, we have 100 people that come in from Central American countries uh, just to work in the, in the honey industry, just to work with beekeepers. There's 500 people across the country that come from Central America uh, countries just to work in the honey business. So uh, the fact that the government has stepped to the plate to help uh, cover the costs of of housing these people for the first two weeks uh, before they get into really working on farms is is a program that might not sound that important, but if you're the farmer that needs temporary help through the summer, that's huge. That's our vegetable industry. Uh, that's, as I mentioned, the honey industry. There's a, a lot of those things that are going on. Uh, at this point, there isn't a lot of bailout money or there isn't any bailout money directly to agriculture. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see how this all shakes out and, and what the government will do to support individual farmers. And, of course, here in the United States, our dairy farmers are very acutely aware of the supply management system in Canada, and we've seen reports that in some of the provinces, maybe all the provinces, 
They're asking farmers to dump milk. Is the supply management system overrun, or is it just the fact that because, again, we've got some shutdowns, there's not a home for all that milk? What's going on? Well, the supply management system is working, but it cannot cope with the dramatic changes. I spoke to the president of the uh, Dairy Farmers of Manitoba, who happens to be the vice president of the Canadian Dairy Farmers Association. I spoke with him last week, and I said, you know, how can, how can this have happened? Like, we've still got the same number of people. And he says that the demand for milk has dropped off that sharply, that the, the demand is just not there. So they're scaling back on every farmer's quota, on every farmer's production. Now, as he says, and this is uh, David Weems, who is the uh, president of the Manitoba Dairy Farmers, says that everything has, has moved to a just-in-time delivery. So when the restaurants shut down, that, that had an immediate impact. And now the first thing we think about is, well, people are eating meals at home. They must be drinking as much milk as, as ever, or, you know, maybe, maybe a glass more. But it, it comes through in the cheese business. As he said, think of how many pizza places shut down. And while they're still open for takeaway, but how many people are not eating at pizza restaurants? And pizza restaurants are a big consumer of cheese. And, and cheese needs a lot of milk. So the moment that those restaurants shut down, they quit ordering cheese. That translated to the cheese processors saying that they don't need the milk. So the, the demand for milk has dropped off dramatically since the, since the quarantine and since the shutting of businesses. So uh, the demand has dropped off. Everything is, is, cutting, is, is cutting back, and so there's less amounts of milk required from farmers. And less, the, the dairy farmers of Manitoba are a little different than dairy farmers in other provinces in Canada, it seems like. They've got a backstop, so to speak, that they've been working with for about a quarter of a century. What's that program, and how does it work? Well, the, the program is, it requires, or it's based on all three portions of the industry. Farmers donate the milk. The transport companies donate their time and, and their costs in moving the milk to a cheese processor, and the processor turns that excess milk into cheese, which is donated to the province's largest uh, food bank. And, and as you mentioned, this, this program has been in place for more than 25 years. This is not anything new uh, because of the COVID-19 virus, but certainly the amount of milk that ends up in this cheese that is donated to Food Grains Bank has has increased, and the demand at the Food Grains Bank is increasing at this time. So it's a program that's working, and it's using that excess milk instead of it being dumped. And again, that's Les Kletke, who's a Canadian journalist in uh, the Winnipeg, Manitoba area in the Canadian system, he said, the Canadian farmers are struggling just like everybody else, but uh, doing what they have to to hopefully survive this situation. All right, we've got the 28 and a half after 5, a Thursday morning at Wax. Hey, that means Rocky Olson's going to join us from Premier Livestock. 
At Holbert Heating and Plumbing, we're more than just your home comfort experts. Now through April 30th, when you buy an air conditioner from Hurlburt Heating and Plumbing, we'll give you a free furnace. Call or visit HurlburtHP.com for more information. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. our markets over at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. That means Rocky Olson joins us. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning. Well, you didn't get blown away out on the farms yesterday, did you? No, didn't even get rained on. It was oh, pretty good. Good for you. you uh, you're pretty quick, I guess. All right. Well, we've got to look at the markets, and of course, with these uh, processing plants ordered to open or ordered to stay open or ordered to reopen, and uh, it's still a, in a state of flux, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. We got to see it before we get results from it. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, what uh, what's the update this morning from Premier? Uh, thank you, uh, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is uh, yesterday's dairy cattle auction shaped up here at Premier Livestock. In a big dairy sale yesterday, selling 250 head of dairy cattle. Uh, most of the auction was colored breeds and organic dairy cattle. Uh, had really good demand yesterday. Uh, top end cows, uh, mostly organic, uh, selling from 1400 to 2400. Uh, we sold lots of fancy organic cows from 17 to 24. Uh, many other good cows, 950 to 1275. Top spring and heifers, a thousand to fourteen. Top organic Jersey spring and heifers, eleven fifty to fourteen hundred. Lower quality cows and blemish, nine hundred and down. Uh, next week, uh, Wednesday, we got two complete herd dispersals. Uh, both of them being tie stall herds. Both of them herds being over fifty years of AI breeding, and one herd is fully registered. Here's twenty-eight fresh heifers. Uh, they're coming from Utterfold Dairy. Most of them are milking seventy-five to hundred pounds. They're parlor freestyle. Here's 20 top spring and heifers, AI sired, AI bred, uh, been AI forever, and they're close up. They're coming out of Kentucky. Uh, also, we have a fancy registered red and white diamondback daughter. She's a two-year-old, and she's fancy. She's coming from Todd Stanick. And then this Friday, we got our large machinery auction. That's going to be at 10 o'clock a.m. Uh, be early. Uh, what we're going to say is same rules apply as before. No spectators, no children, serious bidders only. Uh, we're taking phone bids. We're taking absentee bids. We're taking Internet bids, guys. So it's going to be through equipmentfacts.com. Uh, don't wait till tomorrow to register for equipment facts in case there's a delay. Get on there today. Uh, get registered. Get that set up. Uh, like I say, if you want to call us today, put a reserve or price on something, uh, we'll certainly watch on it and bid on it for you as well. We have another special sale coming up at Premier this Saturday. Uh, that's going to be a special production auction for Emerald Lane registered Angus out of Edgar. Uh, we're going to have uh, Angus breeding bulls, uh, Angus bred heifers, bred cows, and cow-calf pairs. Uh, there is a full catalog on our website with videos. Uh, that's going to get underway at 12 o'clock noon this Saturday. Also, uh, that is going to be broadcast on Cattle USA. Questions, uh, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. Check out our website. That will be at PremierLivestockAndAuctions.com. Uh, like I said, a lot of sales coming up, but just note this. Next Friday, 425 cows, 108-pound tank average, over 31,000-pound herd average, 60-year select sires breeding. So that's a pretty good one there. So that's the way it shaped up. What did I hear, Kentucky? It did, yep. What do you bring it out your old Missouri brogue to get out, get out wow, there and that, that talk to those guys in that language? That, 
That went even a little further south than I go, so. <laughs> well, bringing them in. Uh, what, they don't have uh, sail barns down there like uh, we have well, around here? Well, they do, but they, there's, there's, you know, the farther south they go, the less dairies there is. Well, for that's sure. for sure. So that's got true. A lot less of a market than we do. So. All right. Sounds good. All right, Rocky, we'll enjoy the, the beautiful weather we got coming our way. All right. Sounds great. Thanks. There he goes. That's Rocky Olson over at uh, Premier Livestock in the Withy area. And uh, we've got uh, another. We'd heard earlier, Scott reminded us that today was the anniversary of the fall of Saigon. Also, as we uh, get here towards the end of April, first part of May, it's the 200th anniversary of the House Agriculture Committee. I didn't know that. On April 29, 1820, Congressman Lewis Williams of North Carolina introduced a resolution to the House to create a committee to oversee the nation's agricultural sector. The full House later approved the resolution, formally establishing the committee on May 3rd, 1820. So in about four days, they got this introduced, passed, and put in place. They can't even go to the bathroom in four days now to get something done. But uh, they did back then in 1820, in about four days, they, they introduced it, passed it, and got it put in place. The uh, Agriculture Department, the House Agriculture Department. So, happy anniversary. All right, let's take a look at our weather. And uh, it's getting better. If you didn't get blown off the earth yesterday, you should be in good shape. Kelly Slifka's over at uh, Skywarn 13 this morning to take a look at our weather. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. How bad was, how, 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 how what am I trying to say? <laughs> how fast did the winds blow yesterday? Well, it was blowing up to 40 miles an hour yesterday. We wow. Had, we had a peak wind gust, yeah. So, yeah, we just did not want to diminish until after sunset last night. And thankfully, now that the winds have diminished, it's uh, setting up for a much nicer day. Uh, we did get into some sunshine later yesterday afternoon. Of course, the winds uh, put a hamper on that. But a lot less wind today. It'll be noticeable, but uh, nothing like what we saw yesterday. Maybe up to about 10 miles per hour sustained. Right. So breezy today, windy yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even call it breezy. It's just a little bit of a breeze. Uh, but either way, it's going to be a lot less wind than yesterday. All right. Well, it's going to be, looks like a forecast where farmers are going to get a lot of work done. Yeah, I tell you what, we've got some nice weather. I, the only fly in the ointment over the next five days is probably tomorrow afternoon. We could see a few light showers. It's not going to be amounting to too much uh, as a weak system moves in. Uh, but the weekend's setting up nice. We've been really scoring on the weekends with uh, temperatures returning to the 70s. A lot of sunshine today with that less wind. We should get up to uh, 67 tonight, mostly clear, 40. We'll see some clouds increase tomorrow with a chance for some lighter showers in the afternoon. This will be mainly affecting northwestern Wisconsin. High of 67. Partly cloudy Saturday will be the warmest of the next seven up to 72 and mostly sunny on sunday high of 70 right now in eau claire with clear skies 43 degrees i'm sky warren 13 meteorologist kelly slifka people wonder what you look like look for the guy with no shirt on riding his bike around town huh uh this weekend yeah well it's starting today friday 67 72 on saturday oh, so you're gonna be sunday. out on your bike without a shirt on is that it <laughs> you don't want to see me without a okay. shirt on <laughs> Well, you well, don't want to see me either, so. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. Hey, have a good weekend, Kelly. All right, you too. Well, today's only Thursday. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. All right, there he goes. Kelly Slifko over there at Skywarn 13. And right now we've got uh, about 24 minutes before 6 o'clock. And Mr. Scott is rejoining us here on the phone this morning as he's socially distancing himself at home on the ridge down there in uh, Trumpelo County. So, uh, have we heard anything about Lake Martha Days? Not yet. Lake Martha Days, we haven't heard anything positive about it. And uh, and honestly, I have a music in the park series that we do through our nonprofit organization. 
at Osseo, and uh, we still haven't settled everything about that either. So when's that supposed to start? A lot of things up in the air. When is that music start? start the, our music normally starts uh, the weekend after Lake Martha Days, which is on Father's Day weekend uh, at the end of June. So, yeah, a lot of things up in the air right at the moment yet. Well, that's for sure. And again, as uh, yeah, we said, uh, and I don't know if you got it in the news or not, Cinder City Days in the air show around here. Cinder City Indeed. Days in Altoona, the air show in Eau Claire. Cancel. What else is going on? Well, long-term facilities in Wisconsin are the state's biggest hot spots for the coronavirus. The state's Department of Health Services officials yesterday offered a look at where it's traced viral outbreaks to. Long-term care facilities lead the list, followed by workplaces, then group homes, and health care facilities. In all, the DHS says it's traced almost 190 of the outbreaks. There are no specifics about which facilities or where because DHS officials say they can't release that information by law. The COVID-19 crisis could mean a loss of as much as $2 billion for the state of Wisconsin. Governor Tony Evers has ordered a 5% reduction in spending for the rest of this fiscal year. Republican leaders are calling for spending to be frozen beginning with a new fiscal year in July. Officials today say there are about 6,520 confirmed cases of coronavirus statewide. Eight deaths have been reported in the last 24 hours, pushing the total number of Wisconsin coronavirus deaths to 308. And some students at UW-Eau Claire will get a bump from the school's new grading system. The university said yesterday that it's allowing students to be graded on a pass-fail basis. The grades will actually be listed as satisfactory or unsatisfactory. Anybody with a C or a better will get an, a satisfactory grade. A C minus or below earns someone an unsatisfactory mark. Those new grades won't affect the student's GPA. And former Packers quarterback Brett Favre said he expects current Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers to end his career with another team. Favre said the Packers' decision to draft quarterback Jordan Love likely burned a bridge with Rodgers and the Packers. Favre was still a starter with Green Bay when the, draft, the Packers drafted Rodgers. Favre left the Packers when played in Minnesota and New York before finally retiring. I guess that's Brett Favre's opinion, and he's welcome to it, but I don't think we'll see that. No, I don't think so That's either. That's my opinion. No, I don't think I so just, either. I think Aaron Rodgers, well, the next couple of years, too big a cap hit on that salary structure, and I, uh, yep. I'm not sure who would want him. You know, Vikings, of course, That's desperate great. to win, took Favre, and you know he almost got it done for him, but <laughs> he pulled a Brett Favre at the end throwing that interception. But uh, <laughs> yeah, not good. Well, let's see. What time yep. is it? Hey, it's uh, 20 minutes to 6. We should get to markets, buddy. Let's get us started, and then we'll uh, talk to you later on in the morning. Where are we going first? Let's go over to the Equity Baron market and hear from Casey. Well, you got it right this week. <laughs> I, I woke up on Thursday. There you go. All right. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you after a while. Yes, we will. There you go, Scott. And again, as he said, here's Casey from the Baron Equity Barn. And what happened yesterday? Unfinished steers and heifers sold from 82 and down. Coal cows today, we topped out at 51.50, with the top 20% selling from 47 to 50. 60% sold from 35 to 46. And the bottom 20% was selling from 30 and down. Quality Holstein bull calves were selling from 50 to 105. We topped out at 110. 
quality Holstein heifer calves were selling from 50 and down, enlightened poor quality calves were selling from 40 and down. If you have any questions about today's sale, please contact Al at 608-477-5825. Thank you and have a good day. Drive safely, Wisconsin. Highway workers are out on the road. They do it to better serve you. And just like you, they want to get home safely at the end of a hard day's work. When driving, all of us have a chance to set the right example. Be patient. Put down the phone. Never text and drive. Slow down and move over if possible to give workers a little extra room. Work zone safety. It's everyone's responsibility. Sponsored by the Wisconsin DOT. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And that means we have more market information from the Equity Sale Barns. Wednesday, a big day, and let's get on to Sparta, the Equity Sparta Barn, and uh, check in with Rod Knutson on his sale. The slaughter come mark today steady with 20% of the cows at 50 to 56 and a half, 60% of the cows at 38 to 50, and 20% of the cows at 38 and down. Slaughterable market steady with the high yielding commercial bulls 70 to 80. We topped at 83 with your canner lightweight utility bulls at 70 and down. For the fed cattle market, uh, uh, please give us a call here so we can give you an update on what the markets are doing on the fat cattle. Uh, replacement calf market steady with the top Holstein bull calves at 50 to 95, heifer calves at 10 to 30, and the good beef type calves at $1.30 to $1.70 a pound. And just a reminder that our next dairy feeder cattle sale will be a week from tomorrow. That will be on May 7th. Uh, quite a few cattle consigned already, some uh, big groups of uh, bigger Holstein steers consigned. And uh, check our website for further consignments. And this has been Rod Knutson at the Equity Livestock Market at Sparta. Have a good day. Thanks, Rod. You have a good day, too, down there at the Sparta Equity Barn. And 43 degrees, sunny 66 today. Let's get on with it as we head over to the Equity Stratford Barn now. Talk to Jerry Fitzgerald. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Bob, and a good morning to you. Sunny 66. I don't think I can beat that, so we'll just leave it at that, maybe. Yeah, wait till Saturday. It'll be sunny in 72, and Sunday it'll be sunny in 68. Well, that's even better yet. The folks will be out on the motorcycles and... Uh, well, back in the fields, but there's a, uh, especially on the heavier ground, might be a bit yet because there is uh, several areas over here, especially east, uh, eastern part of the county, uh, well over inch. Some some reports of inch, an inch and a half of rain uh, in the last couple of days. So, but that's okay. If fire danger, maybe will go down a little bit, but that's still pretty prevalent in some areas. Yeah, it's really greening up in a hurry. That's for sure. Well, get us caught up. What happened uh, yesterday over there at Stratford? All right, Bob, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. On the market cow auction yesterday, a mostly steady trend on the cows. Uh, uh, the high, higher-yielding uh, utility-type cows on yesterday's auction were selling from 46 up to 52.5. Uh, most of the cows, your average cows, continue to sell in the range from 33 to 45. Thin, light, light uh, carcass cows, those are $32 and below. On the bull trade on yesterday's auction, better quality bulls are selling from 63 to 75, topping yesterday at 82 and a half. Your lighter, plainer bulls, 55 and back. Uh, fed cattle on a fairly limited supply of fed cattle, but the choice grading Holstein steers are mostly from uh, 60, 60 to 68, with your higher yielding choice Holsteins, 69 to 72. Select and underfinished cattle, uh, those are $60 and below. On the calf market, replacement Holstein bull calves mostly steady, good quality 85 to 130 pound bull calves from 40 to 115. 
Stafford calves, very limited demand, $35 and below. Your beef calves are in good demand at 100 up to 235 on yesterday's sale. Now, today, Thursday here in Stratford, we do get underway this morning, 11 o'clock, selling market, uh, market cows and baby calves around the noon hour. A reminder, our next hay auction here in Stratford will be next Tuesday, May the 5th. Uh, next feeder cattle sale, bread beef cow sale, that will be next Wednesday, May the 6th. That will be a noontime start for that next week. And also uh, uh, check our website out, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. We have a lot of a lot of cattle for sale on a private treaty basis. So just get a hold of us at if you're interested in that. Our phone number here is 715-687-4101. And again, uh, if, uh, if you've got a large number of cattle to sell, uh, market cattle or whatever, just let us uh, Contact us ahead of time because market conditions, as you know, Bob, are changing daily. And hopefully uh, we'll get this behind us pretty soon here because, uh, well, we got a lot of catching up to do, and it's going to take a long time. But at least the weather's going to be good. That's something to look forward to anyway, something positive. So we'll handle that today. Very good. You're going to get your Harley out and take Mama for a ride? Well, I, I got quite a bit of stuff going on. Of course, you know, I got another election coming up. So, nah, tell you what, Bob, uh, <laughs> we'll maybe take the gator out after a while and get oh, right around a little bit. But nothing just, wrong uh, with that either. Got to be a little bit warmer to, you know, I, I, I like those folks that are out on the road with their Harleys and their bikes at 55 degrees with their big heavy jackets on. But, eh, got to be a little bit warmer for me. Well, I'm kinda... nothing wrong with that. Well, whatever you do, enjoy. We'll talk to you in the morning. Sounds very good, Bob. Thank you. There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. 43. Oh, it's going to be nice today. 66 and sunny. There should be a lot of Harleys out. Drive safely, Wisconsin. Highway workers are out on the road. They do it to better serve you. And just like you, they want to get home safely at the end of a hard day's work. When driving, all of us have a chance to set the right example. Be patient. Put down the phone. Never text and drive. Slow down and move over if possible to give workers a little extra room. Work zone safety. It's everyone's responsibility. Sponsored by the Wisconsin DOT. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we continue with markets. Let's go to Terrain Livestock in Thorpe. And we've got Michelle with us this morning. Good morning, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Well, what do you think about uh, Brett Favre now saying that Aaron Rodgers will not finish his career as a Green Bay Packer? Oh, wait. I did not hear that. Yeah, Brett Favre was saying that he does not think with what the Packers did in this draft that he is going to finish. He doesn't think he'll finish his career as a Green Bay Packer. Well, you know what? That's okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, uh, I'm okay with that. Well, a lot of you look at you know, Peyton Manning. You look at now Tom Brady. I mean, you well, know, it happens. It was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting because, well, that's interesting because I did hear Brett come out and say that, you know, he would definitely mentor um, Jordan Love because, you know, he, anytime um, Aaron had a question, he was always there for him. I don't remember Brett being so willing to mentor Aaron Rodgers when he first got there because he was upset about it. Yeah, but, that, was, that was a lot of the, news. There was a lot of rift there, which, you know, whatever. You can think whatever. But the way I look at it, you know, and then I read an article about the Denver Broncos, and, you know, they persuaded uh, Peyton Manning to go there, and they certainly 
were loading themselves up with all, all sorts of offensive weapons. And I thought, yeah, that would probably be about right. You yeah. know, well, that Aaron might, would maybe go there. Yeah, he might go west. He's got that. Did you see the house he and uh, Danica Patrick bought in Malibu? Yeah, I did. $28 million. <laughs> that's, that's more expensive than your house, isn't it? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Which is a trailer park compared to that. So. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? All right, what happened last night at the sale? All right, thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Wednesday, April 29th at Streamlit Stock Market. In the Slaughter Market, we kept at 54 with the consignment by B&B Farms and Greenwood. Market cows are 48 to 54, low-yielding cows 37 to 47, thin and weak cows 36 and down. In the wholesale steer market, choice and prime 65 to 74. We did have an extreme top of 81 with a consignment by Dan Hola, but void. Selects were 62 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 62 to 75 with utilities at 60 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality wholesome bull calves sold from 40 to $95 per head. We topped at 98 with a consignment by Hungry Acre Farms of Chippewa Falls. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Wholesome heifer calves were 10 to $60 per head. Beef calves, 50 to $195 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs for the week and yesterday were 13 to 30 and a half, so 17 to 29, fours were 10 and down. Our next bill will be Monday, May 4th. We'll start with cows at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you'd like an on-farm visit, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the picture and livestock, your family owned an upper market. Have a great day. I hope you got good walking shoes because this is walking weather for you. 66 and sunny, oh. 67 tomorrow, I know. 72 on it's Saturday. Like a, you cannot complain when the weekend is going to be as beautiful it is, no. as it is. And last weekend was beautiful, so we're very, very yeah. fortunate. So last was the weekend before that. Done. Yeah, the weekend before that was nice, too. So, Well, you go mm-hmm. out and enjoy it, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Take care. There she goes. That's Michelle over at Treen Livestock in Thorpe. Ten minutes to six here at Wax. 43 degrees, sunny today, 66. Discover why millions of people are listening on Audible. While they cook, stay fit, relax, and to learn something new, find out how to get your first audiobook free at audible.com. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, let's get more markets from the sale barns. Go over to Central Livestock and uh, the folks at Zambroda. Patty Mickla has those numbers. In the sheep and goat division, we had market lambs 110 to 140 pounds. The shorn and the unshorn were trading at $1.1750 to $1.44. We had lightweight feeder lambs 50 to 70 pounds from $1 to 255, with the 70 to 90 pound feeder lambs from $1 to $1.60. Slaughter use utility and goods ranged 67.50 to 95, and we had some thin and cow use bringing 45 to 67.50. Taking a look at the goat division, we had small goats in that weighed 40 to 60 pounds, bringing from 50 to 70 dollars. 
70 to 90 pound goats were at 70 to 190. The larger goats weighing 120 to 275 pounds were at 90 to 260 dollars. And we had nanny goats ranging 75 to 280 dollars per head. Taking a look at the Tuesday feeder pig auction, we had some 50 to 60 pounders in bringing 40 to 47.50. 60 to 80 pound pigs were at 37.50 to $40 and then we had some 80 to 100 pounders in they range from 32.50 to $40 per head. And just a reminder the next dairy cattle sale coming up on Tuesday, May 12. And that's a look at the markets for you from Central Livestock at the Zombroda Market. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And take a look at the markets courtesy of Synergy Cooperative on the Board of Trade overnight. That executive order having a little bit of a positive effect across the board. But wheat under pressure because a good European wheat crop is expected. July corn in the overnight trade up a fraction at 315. July oats up two at 286. July wheat did tumble five cents a bushel down to 511. July soybeans up three to four cents at 841 this morning. And soybean meal up 90 cents a ton at $289.50. Taking a look at our country elevator prices from our DTN screen. At the elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo, the corn is two sixty a bushel, the beans at seven eighty. Out at Elk Mound, corn is two sixty three, the beans at seven eighty six, Sparta two sixty four and seven eighty seven at Ellsworth, corn is two fifty two, the beans at seven eighty. At the ethanol plants, corn at Boyceville is two seventy one, at Stanley two sixty two in New Richmond at two sixty. Barrel cheese in the dairy markets up eight cents at a dollar sixteen. The blocks unchanged a dollar nineteen, and butter was up two and a quarter yesterday at a dollar eighteen. Class three prices: April coming off the board at thirteen seventeen. The May price eleven sixty four. That was up thirty six cents. June was up fifty one cents at twelve sixty three. July up forty cents at thirteen eighty two, and August up nineteen at fourteen sixty seven. As prices were a little higher each month out through the end of 2020. 43 degrees and one more news story before we leave you. FFA members finding out more of their summer events have been canceled. We already know the 91st state FFA convention will not happen in June, maybe in August. And now we also know that the Washington Leadership Conference has been such a great program for FFA members. Uh, Just about every chapter in our area sends uh, at least one member out there every summer to Washington, D.C., not going to happen this year. Also, the New Century Farmers Program in Des Moines, Iowa, not going to happen. And then with the new state officers, their state officers summit, bringing officers together from other states, that's also been canceled. And we'll get an update on FFA activities as far as the convention and the finishing up the competition and all those sorts of things coming up here very, very soon. 43 degrees, sunny today, high of 66. So get up and get at them and enjoy it. A-plus insulation services. 
aplusauclair.com. Unlock the possibilities of your outdoor world with the most innovative zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, and walk-behind mowers at your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer, Countryside Co-op. But don't just take it from us. Owners across the country have given the Enduro and Ultima Series mowers glowing reviews. So join this five-star experience supported by the genuine parts, accessories, and trained service technicians you'll only find at your local Cub Cadet dealer. Test drive American built strength today at Countryside Co-op, located at 514 East Main Street in Durand. Wax 104.5. 